Welcome to episode two of Not Too Much. It's your boy, Nigel Lee. And today I have a special guest by the name of Mackenzie Taylor. Say what's up, Mackenzie. Hey, y'all. Tell us about yourself. So, hi. My name is Mackenzie Taylor. I am a content creator slash influencer from Atlanta, Georgia. A-town in a bill. Period. ATL, ATL, ATL. I know a lot of people from Atlanta. How is Atlanta for real? Atlanta is fun if you got motion. Okay. If you got some motion, it's fun. If you ain't got no motion, mm, stay in the house. Now, I've been told Atlanta is the city of the motion. Though. And is. And is. Yeah, I heard everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody's a celebrity. Everybody is that girl and that boy. Don't even get me started because everybody and their mama a celebrity. It I'm just a, a through F. And what what's y'all zip code? Well, not zip code. What's y'all um, area code? 404. 404. Shout out to 404. You know, I'm the 704. Period. So, is in the building. Period. Four's in the building. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about content creation, being a young influencer, and getting to the bag, which is what Mackenzie does. So, I guess my first question for you is, how did you start your journey of content creating? I actually started in high school. Um, it was junior year, and I kind of stumbled into it, like, right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I kept saying, like, for the whole year, I was like, I'm going to be famous on TikTok. I'm going to be TikTok famous. And I ended up posting. I actually remember this very vividly. It was May of that year, and I posted a little cute transformation video to a really trending sound, and it went viral. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then after that, like, you know, it just was like a nice little ball. Everything was going viral and stuff. And I was like, okay, period. So, so you felt like your little breakthrough. Yes. Okay. I was too too excited. Cool, cool, cool. And the transformation, what was it? It was like a transformation from what to what? Um, It was supposed to be like ugly to cute, <laughs> if I'm be honest with you. Yeah. like I think no. I remember that trend. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. I remember that trend. And it was kind of like that like weird, like, ding, 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 Wow. Okay, period, period, period. And where can they find you, actually, your socials? What are your socials? Y'all can find me at Mackenzie Taylor, double M, on Instagram and TikTok, and then just regular Mackenzie Taylor on YouTube. I also want to let y'all know, the way you spell Mackenzie, M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. Not an A. Period, period. (laughs) Okay, so now I feel like this realm of everybody trying to be a content creator now, I feel like everybody's starting to notice that this is a way of making you could say fast money or quicker money than having a job. I think a lot of people in our age are, like, tired of working. We don't want to be slaves. We don't want to be Very laborers. Sure. And they want to work for themselves and, you know, get their own content. So what advice would you give to up-and-coming influencers? Literally post. Post with no thought. Well, obviously have some thought, but literally post. I feel like everyone's biggest problem is they're too self-conscientious. Granted, if you're going to be an influencer, content creator, anything in this space, you're going to be ridiculed. It's going to be somebody looking at your content and be like, oh, she's not all that. Oh, she's not that cute. Oh, her life is boring. 
literally just post and don't even think about it everyone's biggest like thing is a lot of my friends who want to be content creators they will create content and it'll be fantastic and they'll edit it and they'll be like they'll be so meticulous about everything and i'm mm -hmm. like you can't be meticulous like you can be but you're gonna lose your shot you're gonna miss your mark literally yeah. film and post that thing and someone's gonna see it somebody's Someone, gonna see always, it. always it's something for everybody so, in other words, don't be too hard on yourself when you're thinking about literally. Because at the end of the day, it's like how I view it as it's literally like a social reel in someone's life. It's a highlight, literally. Like, how, and a lot of the time, you know, how people be living on social media is not how they live in in real life. Like, okay. you have to really Talk be about thinking it. about that. Like, Talk it, about it. Literally, just post. Like, you know, it, it's fun. If you make it fun, it's fun. Don't get too caught up. No, what I feel like the number one thing is, and I kind of had this issue myself, like starting the podcast. I think a lot of people worry about the equipment that they have. So what advice would you give to up and coming influencers when it comes to purchasing equipment for their content? Start off small. Literally, all you really need is your phone. And that's really for anything. You could even do a podcast with your phone. Like all you need is your phone and just start off really small. I will say, um, TikTok is a perfect place to find really good things um, to start off, like tripods, cameras, backdrops, all that stuff. But really just start off small and don't think that you need everything. Like if you're going to start a YouTube channel, you don't need a Canon D DSLR. Right. You don't need to go drop $2,000 on a, on a camera or Heavy a camera quit. Heavy on the Canons. They're everywhere. Like at all. Like start off small. Figure Like I feel like if you're going to be a content creator and you don't know what to get, get a handheld tripod and get a stable like a actual standstill tripod and that's all you really need maybe even like a little phone light and then just work up and see how you how you like it and once you start meeting other content creators and you start you know having discussions about oh i use that tripod i didn't really like it or oh i bought this camera and it was fantastic like it was the best eight hundred dollars i didn't spent you know just like that but start off small don't drop a, a bag at all now would you say you're an amazon girly Oh, ooh, <laughs> when I tell you, I love Amazon. Like, it's actually a problem. Um, literally, when I am scrolling on TikTok, like, all the girlies have an Amazon. I actually have an Amazon storefront, but all the girlies will have one. Okay, shout out Amazon storefront. <laughs> um, but they will have, like, usually a tech section, and they'll just be like, oh, like, this is my favorite, you know, phone case or this is my favorite tripod this is my favorite this that and the third and you'll look at it and like the reviews will be skyrocketed and i'm mm. like okay like if ten thousand people love this gimbal for their phone let me get it and try it out and the good thing i love about amazon is if you don't like something literally return it yeah they do do returns mm. and i had i found that out recently actually because i had bought something and i was like oh this is not what i thought it was <laughs> But, um, okay, so do you say before you purchase things on Amazon, are you a review person? Like, do you look at the reviews? Yes. And I personally, I, I just like the TikTok reviews because it's really quick. I, the whole scrolling through Amazon, like, I probably could get through the first two pages. And then after that, I'm like, okay, either yeah. we're going to do it on a whim or we're not going to do right. it. Right. Tired of reading. Tired of reading. Literally. But I definitely do like to look at the reviews because, and some people lie. I'm not, it, even some influencers, they will sit up here and lie for that check. And granted, like, yes, get your check, but if I'm sitting up here dropping 50 on something and you telling me it's amazing and I get it and I'm like, this mm. is not all that, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> okay, so next question. How did you brand yourself and what would you say your brand is on social media? I, it's so funny. I've probably gone through two official rebrands and then four unofficial. 
I just look at everyone that I like to look at. So I, every now and then I will sit down and like make a little list and I'll be like, okay, like so-and-so is my favorite influencer right now. Or like this list of people, like I love the way she does this or that. And the third, or like even the connection she or he like is making, or even they are making, you know, like, oh, she worked with, you know, Gucci. How can I put myself in a space? Like, how can I market myself where Gucci would want to work with me or reach out and be like, hey. Um, And in terms of like niche, like I think my niche right now Definitely college girl, mm-hmm. um, like the tip of the iceberg in terms of like just a regular influencer. But I feel like college is really working this angle for me right now. So heavy on like make sure your brand is something that you're actually going through because you're a college content yes. girl because you're in college. And I think that's what gets people. A lot of people who want to start off becoming influencers, everyone's like, oh, you know, I want to live like this lavish lifestyle or at least show that I live this lavish lifestyle. And it's like, if you're not living that, which is okay, don't sit up here and try to portray that. Or if you're going to, you know, be like, oh, I'm this girl who hops on jets every day and da 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 da. If that's not your lifestyle, it's yeah. not going to be good. And it's hard to keep up with that. That's the thing. Like, if you're going to get into a niche for any type of content creation, make sure it's something you could keep up with. Right, authenticity. It's like a lie. Once you tell a lie, you got to keep up with it. Literally. And that's what that's what stresses everybody and their mom out. Because mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, I don't know what to film. Oh, I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. But on social media, I'm portrayed one way. Then you sit up here and get caught up. And then when you try to do a rebrand and try to switch, some people don't you know, do it seamlessly. You can't just have a rebrand overnight. Period. Whoever's following you or looking at your content is going to be like... She definitely was not posting this content yesterday or two days ago or a month ago. Like, where is the seamless transition? So would you um, suggest that people definitely take their time? Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, it is going to come eventually. Like, I have been doing this since junior year of high school, and I'm currently a sophomore in college. When I tell you, it, it, it comes over time, over time. And I also think that just stems back from, you know, making sure that whatever you're doing is a hobby, don't get into this industry looking for money because mm-hmm. in granted it can be quick money it can be and then sometimes it's not like it's a very unstable like unless you're really like putting forth that effort and you're getting campaign and collaboration after collaboration it's not something that's quick even with the followers it's not something that's quick you could go viral off one video and that could be it for the whole year okay so with that being said do you feel like you know when it comes to content creation people should definitely go after their passion, not look at it as a job. Yes, and I think that's the biggest thing when doing this because once you start looking at it as a job, you don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, I take it, I take influencing slash content creation seriously because of at a certain extent, like, you know, I have people, all types of different people looking at me. Right. But I look at this as a hobby. It's something fun. It's a stress reliever for me because I know personally once I start looking at it as work, then I'm not going to want to do it anymore. Heavy on the stress reliever. It's like therapy. I kid you not. My freshman year, I was a chemistry major. And literally, I would be swamped, like, deep in just chemistry work. And I it got to a point where I was like, oh, if I'm tired, I'm making TikTok. When I'm sad, make TikTok. When I'm angry, make TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. And it just, like, I, I love it. It's very, very fun. But don't look at it as work because you're not going to like it in the long run. Okay. So what are some of your favorite opportunities or brands that you've worked with? Oh, Mm, that's a really good question. So my senior year of high school, I worked with Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. I did a commercial with them for their peppermint chip shake. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually made a tweet on Twitter 
and they found it and they were like hey we'd love to work with you and so I went in the studio and I talked for like two hours and my dad was with me and he was like oh this is so cool poo and I was like yeah and then it came out and everyone was like oh my gosh Mackenzie like I think you were just on TV and I was like yeah you say your dad called you poo is that your nickname yeah okay I was obsessed with Winnie the Pooh growing up so both of my parents like my whole family was like poo Oh, that's cute. My nickname growing up was actually Pookie. Oh, that's yeah. cute. That's really cute. Pookie and Pooh. <laughs> okay. So, um, what are some of the most challenging aspects you face um becoming an influencer? Definitely being ridiculed and the thought of being canceled. When it comes to social media, because I feel like people forget that at the end of the day, it's all online. Like everything is online. I think that people forget everyone is like a real person at the end of the day right. and people do have slip ups and mistakes. Like I've even seen some of my mutuals like have like that one bad video or like, you know, they accidentally left a comment they shouldn't have on, you know, someone's page and it just blew up in their face and let, you know, they lost everything. So I just think like the whole walking on eggshells thing and granted, you know, majority of my content, you know, it's lighthearted. It's about college, you know, mm -hmm. the daily things that I like to do in my life. But there are times where I'm like, okay, you know, I see a video, I can't comment on that. Even if I want, even if it was, you know, might be a funny, you know, little remark, somebody's probably going to interpret that and be like, oh, see it. right. So that, that, that thing just, that's the only thing that gets me. Um, yeah, pretty much just making sure you on your P's and Q's, but it kind of sucks because it's like, I should be able to just genuinely be myself, yeah. like unmasked, but you know, I got to be professional about it. So would you say if you had like the option to take that away, would you? Like that, 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 oh, I always have to be on my P's and Q's type of vibe. Yes and no. Um, yes, for the simple fact of it would just like, and granted, I'm not a out of pocket person, you know, in real life, I'm, I'm cool. You know, I still watch how I act, what I say, what I do, mm -hmm. but it would be nice to be able to, you know, leave cute little comments on people's videos or like engage in conversations on TikTok without someone being like, oh, this is how she thinks or this is how she views stuff. Like, that's crazy. I don't want to, you know, associate myself with her. But at the same time, no, because I feel like even though you are your own person, you know, when you start working with these brands, especially these brands who only work with like a certain demographic or a certain look, mm. it's like, granted, you might, you, you, you might have to conform a little. And, you know, if they do, like, because a lot of the companies I've worked with, we've had conversations and they, they're they like, yeah, you know, we do background checks on all the influencers we talk to. And they'll literally, like, look through every Instagram post you've ever made, every comment. And sometimes it really does come back and bite people in the butt. Mm. Stuff from, like, 2017, you, you'll you sit up here and be like, I don't even remember making that post. Well, they, they, they saw do. it. They've seen it. And it's documented. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with that being said, have you faced any discrepancies on the internet since you've created your social media presence? Not really. Um, every now and then I might get a little, not even, it's not even necessarily like a hate comment. Like, just, you know, comments here and there. Ooh, no. Actually, what gets me, mm -hmm. one thing I hate is people forget that it's online. So people mm -hmm. will just say any and everything online. And you'll sit up here and you'll be like, you would never say that to me. Walk up <laughs> you and would never tell me say that. that to me. You will never say that, or you won't even fix your lips to say that. I think that's the only thing because sometimes it'll be like I remember when I was first starting out, 
it was my senior year of high school and I got a sew in. Mm-hmm. And you know, my natural hair color is sandy blonde. Okay. And it's hard to okay, match. Okay, Sandy. Period. It's cute too. So it's hard to match. And so I remember my stylist got it as close as possible and I would be posting on TikTok and everyone was like, oh, like calling me, like trying to be funny, calling me granny. Cause they're like, your actual bundles don't match the blonde hair. Like it matched in person, but mm-hmm. online, like just the lighting, it just didn't look like that. Right. Okay. And I was sitting up here, I'm like, y'all, really? Really? Like, come on. And they wish they had the Sandy Blonde. That's the he, thing. Natural, honey. Natural. Period. Natural. God-given. <laughs> okay, so I posted a little questionnaire on my Instagram page, and I asked the people, what would you like to know more of when it comes to influencer content? So I have a couple questions I'm going to ask you, Mackenzie, okay. uh, based off what the people want to know. So the first question is, how do you promote yourself without being cringy or feeling like you're forcing your content? That is a really, really good question. And if I'm going to be honest with you, you just have to like cross that threshold of knowing that you're probably going to be cringy. You might not be cringy to, you know, 75% of your audience, but, you know, you're going to be cringy to somebody. And you kind of have to have that aspect of, oh, I don't really care. Like, I'm going to just post it because I, I like posting it. Because it's a lot of times where even now to this day, I'll sit up here and think about something. And I'm like, should I really post this? Like, this is really like someone probably going to look at this and be like, oh, this girl. <laughs> but it's like you you kind of have to have that I don't care factor. Like once you figure out you're like, oh, I want to be a content creator or an influencer, you're going to be cringy to somebody. So you just got to hope that your I don't care factor trumps the thought of you being cringy to somebody. Period. Okay, so the n- next question is, how do you respectfully disrespect somebody that disrespected you? Ooh. Yeah, that, that's 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 a good Ooh. one. Hmm. <laughs> that's a really good question. Because it's like I could see where it might be a situation where somebody really just dogged you out. And, you know, of course you want to keep yourself on brand. You want to be very respectful. Mm-hmm. But you also have to let them know, look, I'm not the one. This is not what we're doing on my platform. If I, I'm, I don't if, like that. If I'm be honest with you, I don't even be responding to comments like that. Like, I will literally – and I remember back in high school, I would be trying to go back and forth with people in the comments. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like – Mackenzie, especially because my mom follows, she still follows me, and she she's super cool Shout about everything. Shout out mom! Yes. Shout out mom! But she'll look at my stuff and she'll be like, Mackenzie, you need to delete that. Like it wouldn't be bad, but it's like you got to be the bigger person. Okay. So it gets to a point where I'm like, if you're about to be disrespectful on my page, on my phone, I'm just gonna block you. Like I'm literally going to delete your comment and block you block. because I don't even have the time. Like go somewhere. Y'all please. heard it first. Block. Don't even don't even respond. At just all. Block. Okay. Another question: How do you monetize your brand? Ooh, um, definitely just promoting it everywhere. And I mean, like, everywhere. Anytime I post a TikTok, it'll go on, you know, Instagram Reels, or it'll go on my story. Anytime I post anything on my dump page and I think it's really cool, it'll go on my main page, or, like, vice versa. Or even if I do, like, anything with YouTube, I'll post, like, a little snippet, and I'll promote that on my Instagram page. Like, it's just a revolving door of promoting on different apps and just hoping that someone sees it. And I am very lucky to have, you know, like, really, really great friends and great family who also, like, promote for me, like, without me even asking. Like, they'll be like, oh, you know, I just watched your YouTube video. Like, this is crazy. I'm posted on Facebook and I'll get, you know, views and stuff from that. But like just promoting it everywhere. Okay. And another question, which I thought was pretty, you know, pretty interesting. Is content based on what the influencer wants or what is in high demand? Honestly, both. But nine times out of ten, it's also what we think the audience wants to see. 
Okay. So, granted, if you have that lifestyle, like, personally, me, I love seeing content where um, people are, like, living, like, these nice lifestyles, you know, high-rise penthouse apartments, going shopping every day. Like, that's the content I love to see. So, in my head, I'm like, okay, how can I, you know, formulate that into my content but also be relatable? But it's like sometimes I'm like, it'll be content that I would love to post that I personally love, but I'm like, I know if I were to post that, my audience really it wouldn't be messing with that. Audience, yeah. Or, you know, 15% might be like, okay, this is cool, this is cool. But, you know, the other percentage might be like, all right, girl, like, we almost see this. Swipe. You know? <laughs> Swipe. So it's definitely, but I feel like you got to do a mixture. You have to do a mixture. Because if you only go based off of what other people want to see, you're not going to get the views you want. You're not going to get the engagement at all. And you're going to be miserable. And that's also what be messing people up. Everyone is like, oh, you know, like I could do something for me and it worked for me, but you might, you know, create content. And I'm like, oh, like that's fire. You know, he got 300K views just off that. I could sit up here and try that and it don't work for me. Right. You got to find what works for you, but also mixes in with like every, like what everybody else want to see. Right. Look at your analytics, your engagement. Please look at that engagement and that analytics. Like, please. Even if it's just a little like, because sometimes I'll look at my, like every now and then I'll look at my engagement and I'll be like, okay. You know, all of my followers usually are, like, up at, like, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Let me post all my stuff at 9 p.m. Or, you know, my makeup tutorial, that's been really, like, you know, that's really hot right now. Maybe they want to see more makeup or more hair tutorials. Look at those analytics. They will tell you everything you need to know about your audience and how to grow. Please Period. look at it. Period. All right. And the last one is what tips would you give as far as consistency? Honestly? Make a little list, like figure out how often you want to post and don't go off on, you know, oh, like this can like if I post every day, this is going to grow my my channel or my account. Literally go off of how much time do you have within a day or how much time do you have in a week and what you have going on and make a list. I make a list every month of the content I want to film. Sometimes I get to the ideas and sometimes I don't. But make a list and just be like, okay, well, you know, if I only have time to post, you know, once or twice a week and these are the ideas, let me go ahead and formulate that and get it out, get it up and out. And then, you know, tweak it as you go through. Like everyone doesn't have the time and that and that's okay. Literally, it's just it's social media at the end of the day. But right. there's where there is a will, there is a way. There is a will and there is a way. Plan, 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 please. Starting this podcast, I've, I've realized planning is, like, the number one thing. Plan ahead. Just be ready for whatever comes. You mm-hmm. never know. Expect the unexpected. And also, something that's, like, extremely easy for me is I will pick a day where I will um, I will film, like, all day, all day. Film and edit. And I mean, like, I'll get maybe seven to ten pieces of content out. And then, you know, throughout the week, I'm like, oh, okay, all I have to do is post. I'll look over it real quick put some music to it, and post. At, Draft you it. Know, like, literally, literally. And people will ask me, like, how do you have the time? I'm like, I schedule one day, get it all out, because I know during the week, especially being here, you know, it's always something going on, like, outside of class. It's always something, and I might not have the time, or I might get to a function, and I'm like, okay, McKenzie, be in your business, your business self right now. But it, I, I might not get to it. I might be socializing, networking with people, and get home, and I'll be like, damn, I was supposed to, you know, Film the whole bar cart and stuff. Now, speaking of that, how do you balance your social life without, like, making everything about content or, like, pulling out your phone? Literally just picking and choosing 
how strong a moment is. It'll be times where I will be with friends and I'm like, okay, this is something where it's like, it's a live in the moment type of beat. Mm -hmm. You don't need, and that's one thing I have struggled with, especially freshman year. Everything doesn't need to be recorded. Everything doesn't need a picture. Everything doesn't need some type of documentation. You have two good working eyes that God has given you. Right. Literally, that that's it. That's all you need. You need to feel the moment with whoever you're with, or even if you're alone, feel that, take it, store it in the memory bank. You know, there's always time to create, always. And even when you're not doing anything, like, there's always time to create. I remember I was with my one of my friends earlier this week. We were studying in her apartment, doing nothing, literally studying and watching All American Homecoming. I made content off that, and I think it's sitting at like seven k views. Okay, like lit- literally nothing. So just picking and choosing, like, oh, okay, I don't really need to film this right now. Or even if you do film something and you're like, like it'll be times where I'll be halfway through something and I'm like, okay, I need to film this. I'll pull out my camera and I'm like, oh, I'm straight on this. I don't need to film this. Like I just need to feel it in the moment. I feel you. I feel you. All right, Mackenzie, thank you so much for being on today's episode. Thank you for having me. No, no problem. No problem. Now, is there any parting words you want to say to the audience? Literally, post. Post and create, y'all. I can't wait to see everybody's content, especially because, let me tell you, I'm a little stalker. I be stalking people. I'm weird. (laughs) Like, I love seeing people's lives. Okay, period. Thank you guys for tuning into episode two, where the bag at. Shout out my girl, Mackenzie Taylor. Tune in next week, same day, same time, on any device. It's your boy, Nanjali, and make sure you wash your ass and take out the trash. See you next week.